and then we took out all these fucking ones. See, I'm the guy this one. No, I'm not the one one, but I'm a fucking turn up until I see them on the sun. Set that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch niggas, cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's enough of Hello. <laughs> hey. We are here on a nice Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yeah, I think it's Wednesday afternoon. Drinking some coffee. <laughs> and that sounded like that was on the on on the board, but that's that's really us drinking coffee. It's a sample of Steven Crowder sipping coffee. Ugh. That never gets old, does it? <laughs> I hate that sound. I can't believe I did that. Sipping of coffee. Gross. Sipping of coffee. <laughs> that's how, that's how he sounds. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Comment Podcast. I'm your host Sean, uh, and 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 I'm sitting across from me is Adam Hester. What's going on, buddy? Hello, <laughs> hey everybody. How was your Halloween? Great. It was great. I just realized something. I have I never introduced myself. I never introduce myself. It's just people in general? I never say... Uh, people are like, hi, my name is Tim. And, and you're like, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, I am. Hey, how are you doing? I'll ask the questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are conspiracy slash true crime slash history podcast. You can find us on Instagram at con underscore man underscore podcast and on X at comment podcast one. We broadcast weekly on YouTube. So if you want to join... If you want to join us uh, in the chats every Wednesday afternoon, so right now it's one o'clock in the afternoon in the only time zone that matters, Central Time Zone, Texas time. Um, yeah, you can join over here. Like right now, we have Lizard Person. Why are you gay? What's going on, buddy? Why are you gay? Uh, he said, I was just listening to Operation Fast and Furious. Part two, dying. That's a great episode. Oh my god, what a nightmare of an episode! Oh, it, that's the one where you're telling uh, uh, Cheryl Atkinson <laughs> to cook her up a blowjob. <laughs> cook me. Up. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go to the White House kitchen and make me a fucking blowjob? <laughs> great. I, that, I'm I'm convinced that's the greatest line ever spoken on this show. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty proud of that one. <laughs> All this stuff is improv too. Like it's, I'll come in with uh, like what the show's about. Adam just fucking he he would he would just riffs off of it. He did, like most of the times he won't even know what I'm talking about, and then he'll come up with these jokes like off the cuff. That's what makes the show great. Yes, we're we're improv masters. I'm not. Adam is. <laughs> but Sean writes all my material. Mm-hmm. See, that's his. That's where his genius lies. I, I push over a paper and I say, "See the fucking he's line." Like, he's like, "This will be really funny if you say that." Say that line. He's like, right you'll there. be the silly man on the show. <laughs> I'll, I'll play the straight guy. Silly man. Uh, yeah. If you like the show, uh, you can help support the show by going to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. Uh, and, and if you can't support the show financially, you can go to iTunes or Spotify and give us give us that five star review or, or you can go in there write a silly little message for us I'll put them on my Instagram anything that helps us out with, with the ratings that, that helps us in the algo rhythm um, yeah that, that's the best way um, but yeah Patreon Patreon's pretty good too because you get bonus episodes you also get all of our old episodes that 
Fast and Furious episode is on our on our bonus. I mean, uh, our OG episode. So like, if you want to go see our listen to our old ones where we had Coop and Joel on there, definitely go check that out. Like you could you could become a member and it, for just three dollars a month, it's the same price as this coffee we're drinking right now, guys. Mike, and uh, just to introduce uh, across from me, like I said earlier, Adam Hester. Um, he's he's the co-host of Skeleton Factory, or not the co the co-host. He is the host of Skeleton Factory podcast and the co-host of the Comment Podcast. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Hello, uh, Sean. Hi. I'm glad I'm the co-host of my own podcast. <laughs> I took over. Maybe, maybe next. Maybe next episode. <laughs> episode. I'll. I'll introduce myself as a host and just talk to myself as if <laughs> I want to be part of it. I just want to be part of, of skeleton factory. I'm just a little, <laughs> no, I don't, I can't, I don't have, I don't, I'm very particular about guests. <laughs> I don't think my co-host would, would like it if you came on. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Skeleton factory podcast. It is my cult film podcast where I cover everything from, well, like in the month of October, some horror films, okay? I cover everything from documentaries, dramas, indie films, foreign films. But let's see. Next episode, episode 73, I'm going to be um, doing a documentary episode. So that's fun. I'll be covering three films. The first will be My Best Fiend, a Werner Herzog documentary about his... Um, his chaotic relationship with uh, with actor Klaus Kinski, who appeared in many of his films. I'll also be uh, doing uh, When We Were Kids, a documentary about the, um, sort of everyone who was part of the uh, the film Kids and where they are, where are they at now sort of uh, thing. I have, haven't seen it yet, so looking forward to seeing that. And then the final film is called Love, Charlie. It's a documentary about um, Chef Charlie Trotter, uh, who passed away in 2013. So it's sort of his origin, his beginning, his rise, and his fall. So that's at Skeleton Factory. You can find me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. I'm on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. And on Twitter at SFPodcastATX. So go ahead and check out Skeleton Factory. You may you may like it. Or not. But I, I think you will. I think you will. It's just this voice for an hour. Sometimes four hours. Yeah, you'll have Adam <laughs> whispering to your ears. I'll be like, I'll whisper, like, get really close to them. Get close to the speaker. Get very, very close. Because it's mind-boggling <laughs> to you, yeah. Just, just the knowledge and the movie about movies. I, I think it, it's worth it. You're gonna get a lot of information. A lot of he's gonna throw in these these jokes, and that they're just gonna they're, they'll catch you off guard. And I, it's very for me a person that's not like really like I'm I'm not like super into movies, but whenever I do know of a movie that he's covering. And uh, and I'll I'll hear the podcast with with Adam. It's it's, it's just top notch stuff for for what, what do you call them? Cenophiles or what? It would, pedophiles? Um, <laughs> movie <no>. files? <laughs> uh, well, I believe the term is cinephile. There you go. People who are into cinema. Mm-hmm. 
Also, also really good movie recommendations like that. I don't know if we ta- I've talked about this on the air, but he Adam told me to watch uh, Exorcist three, mm-hmm. and I tell ev- ev- all October long I was telling people to watch Exorcist three because it's so fucking good and and terrifying. Oh, you actually watched it? I did. <laughs> we, we've talked about the whole. He makes fun of me because he will suggest a movie like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go watch it when I get home," and then I end up not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Sometimes, sometimes just listening mm-hmm. to one of my reviews is good enough. Yeah. You don't even need to see the movie. Make, make sure you leave five stars on, on, on Skeleton Factory also. Like, get, get, that, get that boosted up. When the, thing about, the great thing about it is having that evergreen type of content. So someone watches a movie and like, I want to hear someone, like, what, what does this person think of this movie? They're gonna find yours, but like if you if you guys give them a five star review, even if you don't listen to the show, just go there, help help them out. Or I'm not saying he needs help. I'm saying just like it, I don't want your fucking weird pity <laughs> fucking reviews. But it, it's if you like a podcast, my show is for elite people. Okay, this isn't for people selling boner pills <laughs> or hymns or meandies. I would sell boner pills. Okay. This is this is top notch, high quality movie reviewing. Okay, I'm not a shill for Warner Brothers or Disney. Mm-hmm. Okay, these films are films I believe in and I recommend to people wholeheartedly. Yes. Okay, I don't just review Spider Man, Barbenheimer. <laughs> Still, never watched Oppenheimer or the Barbie movie. I'm not going to. No. Okay, I don't have time. For that kind of garbage, I I watch quality things, mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't watch quality things. But I I get rid of the refuse and all the the kernel, the nuggets of gold. I give that to the people, okay? Because yes. we 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 as human beings, we have very little that we have in common, or mm-hmm. you know, share or or relate to anymore. But I believe. That film is one of one of those last great bridges, mm-hmm. one of those last great olive branches you can extend to your fellow man, and you can relate to each other on those. And and that and that that crosses language barriers. You know that I think that crosses crosses everything. You know it's yeah, it's, it's important. At least to me, it's it's very important. It's like it's like people's passion for music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah, that's very similar because like it when you're when you're at work or you're somewhere public with 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 friends, whatever, and then you you're like, hey, have you seen this movie? And then when someone does say it, like it, it's kind of interesting, you're like, oh, this fucking part right here. It's the same way with music when you have a, a, a certain like music choice that you like, and like or, or it's like something that not a lot of people know about. That's why like cult uh, cult films or cult music. Uh, it's it it's interesting. Whenever you do get that conversation, because you kind of line up, you're like, "Whoa, remember this and this, and this is interesting." And then, yeah, and I feel like cult film that term has like, I don't know, dark, weird, underground, scary, like, like implications to it. But it's really not. Mm -hmm. It's it's really like films that were some films are just a a victim of uh, marketing, really. Like I'll use the the film Watcher again as an mm-hmm. example. 
I know I've used that example in the past, came out the same time as Black Phone with, uh, who's the guy with the bad teeth? Uh, Ethan Hawke is in a movie with Ethan Hawke where he plays a... Does Ethan Hawke have bad teeth? Pedophile kidnapper. Um, yeah, he has horrific teeth. Um, and that movie's okay, I guess, but it's uh, I, I didn't really like it too much. But it came out the same week as Watcher, which I think is a far superior film if you want something with horror, something with some you know something with some juicy thriller elements, kind of slow burn type of type of thing, you know. But it just fucking Black Phone had a much bigger marketing budget. And people just didn't even hear about Watcher. Mm-hmm. And Watcher is a fucking movie with a giant fucking, you know, budget. And it's got good actors and good director and everything. But, you know, those things are just, especially in mm-hmm. streaming world, streaming land, shit just gets lost. It just goes under the radar and then they just vanish forever. And people think like, oh, streaming's amazing. I own all these movies digitally. I'm like, no, you don't own them. You also don't rewatch them either. Like you, don't people, you just forget about them. It's, that was sort of the magic of a video store is you would go there and you would see something. You're like, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to rent it. Yeah. You know, and, new release, you know, and it's, and then things get rediscovered again. You know what I mean? Like the certain movies will just kind of go away and then they get rediscovered by people. And maybe they didn't enjoy a big opening weekend box office, which I think is still nonsense. People mm-hmm. are just like, Opening weekend box office. That's how you know a movie is successful. It's like, no. How many people got tricked into going to see a movie that's stupid, like Barbie? Yeah. Okay, you got tricked. Mm-hmm. Now they got your money, and now they can be like, look how much money I scammed you for. But over the passage of time, great movies will outlive a lot of those movies. Those those alleged Oscar winners Okay, those uh, those supposed Golden Globe winners. Okay, those people go away, and the movies that matter over time, they rise to the top. The cream will always rise. Yes, you know, and those are the type of movies I'm interested in. You know, because it's 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 like it's like music that just lasts through the passage of time. Whatever it happens to be for people, mm-hmm. you know, the Beatles. I mean, they made a fucking Elvis movie last year. You know, it's yeah. You know, and I'm sure that reignited people's interest in Elvis and people of that time, Chuck Berry and fucking Little Richard and people like that, mm-hmm. you know, and, but you needed a mainstream push to make that happen. But cult films, you know, that push comes from within people just finding it and talking about it yeah. and sharing their experience. You don't have some big company trying to hype it up. It's got to be unique in it, some way. It's where- an organic Mm-hmm. It's an organic uh, thing over time. It's a slow burn. It's not an opening weekend. It's like the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, movies that are classics are sort of, they're, they're seen in that, in that way. You know, like obvious ones like Blade Runner and The Thing and The Big Lebowski that everyone's like, oh yeah, those movies are great. But it's like, yeah. But when they came out, no one gave a shit. Yeah. They didn't make any money and they disappeared out of fucking theaters. But then people kept rediscovering them through renting them, talking about them, convention circuits, shit like that, magazines. People started examining them and finding why they're so amazing and then just ruminating on it and getting obsessive about it. It's like no one's obsessive about Barbie. 
Yeah, no, no one's gonna remember that movie. No, it's, at all. No, it's gonna be like it's it's a thigh master. It's a shake weight. It's a mm. fidget spinner. Yeah, in it, movie it, form. No one's nostalgic for that. It's like when people try to be nostalgic about pogs. I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> get the fuck out of my face. You're gonna get five across the eyes. You know, you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> God, Adam, calm down. Oh, Just he's calm down, dude. He's it, pumped up right now. <laughs> Wait, uh, calm down. Don't make me get up. Yeah, you know, you know, I get nostalgic about is 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 talking about. This murderous family that we're going to talk about today. Oh my God! Did anyone die in a in a car crash? Oh, uh, people. A lot of these people know a lot of people that have committed suicide, like Ooh. more than usual. Suspicious deaths. Yes, we have a banger of an episode today, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it's going to be a whole series. Today we're talking about the Clinton crime family. With the Clinton crime family, are you saying that the Clintons are a family that commits crimes? Yes, they they sure are. <laughs> I was waiting for the dun dun dun. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be more than one episode. Obviously, I've been doing this research, and I'm only like a quarter into it, so I don't know how many episodes we're going to do on this. I know it's going to be more than two. Okay. Because just today we're gonna get more in, into their like their, their financial crimes, right? Which there's a fuckload of them. It's crazy. And just for the record, this is Sean's researching this, not me. So don't kill me. Yes, I'm not suicidal. Yeah, I'm I'm not suicidal either. I'm very careful, and um, you know, this is this is you know, kill Sean, not me. Yes, exactly. Kill I have me. Have a lot to live for. Yeah. No, don't don't touch Adam. He's, he's going to keep the show going. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he's like, well, it was a nice show. Uh, I might put something out on uh, Instagram, but <laughs> show's, no. show's no. over. No. Show, no, not even that. <laughs> no, the, uh, all the episodes are going to be expunged from the internet. <laughs> yeah, they all got deleted. Yeah. Someone's going like to say. we never existed. R.I.P. Uh, Shaw, the the host of comment podcasts you might like that post that someone else made yeah the only thing that'll be left is a small unmarked grave <laughs> and it, it, all it says in very small chiseled writing on it is you talk like a fag <laughs> and your shit's all retarded <laughs> and that'll be it that'll be the end of comment. yeah i'll i Shot myself multiple times with the shotgun in the head. In the back of the head. <laughs> in the back of the head. It's a suicide. While driving. <laughs> While driving. It, I like to multitask. Yeah. Oh, those Clintons. But they are a literal syndicate. I'm not being hyperbolic because Hillary Clinton actually comes from the mob. <laughs> a lot of people don't know about this. Hillary Clinton comes from the mob. Tell me more. Well, her dad was was a was a was a mobster in Chicago. So, like the the roots of the 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 family spread all the way to the Chicago mob. After the fall of Al Capone, uh, a man by the name of Hugh Rodham, Rod is it Rod is it Hillary Rodham or is it Rodham? I believe it's just Rodham. So her father. Hugh Rodman, Rod, Rodham 
God damn, I can't even say it now. His name is Hugh, La- and the Rodman is not even his, his original last name. Did you know that? Oh, okay. What, what's his What's his original last name? Janus. <laughs> so Hugh Janus is actually he changed his name to Hugh Rodham because he's a criminal. He's trying to yeah. cover up his tax records. His name is yeah. Huge Rodham. <laughs> huge Rod, huge, man. Hugh Janus. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> uh, Rodham continued uh, business with uh, with the Bronfman family. I don't know if you remember the Bronfmans. They were the people that founded Seagram's. And yeah, the Seagram's the Seagram's family is all fucking crooked and shit. Yeah, they. That's right. They were like a they were they were like Jewish immigrants. I'm not saying being a Jew makes you a fucking gangster or or want to murder everybody. But these but. Ones, but these Bronfmans are connected, like CIA connected. They a lot of stuff with Jeffrey Epstein. We did a, I mean, we did a whole series on on the Epstein on the whole Epstein thing with, uh, uh, especially here with the, with the Bronfmans. That's how it all started with the 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 blackmail parties where they would where they were uh, running these these sex parties, and there's like a lot of underage sex parties, sex parties. Sex hole. A lot of uh, under underage uh, women and little boys. I wouldn't call them women. They're like little girls. Oh, my God. Little women. You like watching people get <laughs> fucked for free? <laughs> <laughs> they would have these parties with, like, people in the FBI. And and if, if you guys if, if you guys want to look more into this, just join our Patreon. I might, I might just put it out public again. If I get enough people asking for it, they're like, I can't afford it. Or, like, my wife got mad at me for... Someone, someone told me this one time. They're like, I, I got in trouble because I was. They were, they were following too many like paying for OnlyFans, and their wife caught them. So they're like, I can't, like she, I, I can't give you the three dollars for this. I was like, that's fine, whatever. If you want an episode, just, just DM me on Instagram. I'll send it to you. Well, people won't support us monetarily because they think it's their wives <laughs> thinks it's. It's OnlyFans. It's only, but it's not. It's Patreon. <laughs> it's Patreon. It's just three dollars a month, guys. But if you want it for free, just just hit me up. I'll I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you episodes for free. I don't. Yeah, yeah. You y'all need to talk. To, straighten your wives out, please. Thank you. Oh, shut up, <laughs> silly woman. Oh, uh. So see. Okay. So real quick, I want to I want to connect this in my brain. Seagram's family, mm-hmm. like Jew gangsters. Yes. And then the Rodhams were like Chicago mob people mm-hmm. and they were working in together yeah like prohibition stuff like al capone oh, so way back so like al capone was running this whole thing and hillary's father took over afterwards yeah well, dude fucking gangster jews are scary oh yeah like okay there did you ever see the movie it's on netflix it's like a it was like a netflix series it was it came out in 2020 it was called unorthodox mm-hmm. and it's about this jewish woman in brooklyn she flees to Berlin because uh, she's supposed to get in an arranged marriage. Very, very traditional, very Hasidic. So you get to kind of go behind the curtain and see how these people live. Mm-hmm. And um, Ooh, Hasidics, huh? Yeah. And then she she disappears and is living life as like, you know, a fun-loving young chick who goes out to parties and fucks and, you know, mm-hmm. fun, fun young people stuff. And then people from her group in Brooklyn – they send this like Hasidic gangster dude out to Berlin to go fucking get her. Oh shit! And it's super. He's super scary. Did he have a cool hat? 
Kid, oh, dude, he had the fucking hat and the fucking, curls, all that shit. But he had like a phone. He wasn't supposed to have a phone. He had a fucking phone, and he was. They like, always they, they always know where what 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 the loopholes are. Yeah, he was going to like strip clubs, and shit. Mm-hmm. he was doing shit. He was definitely doing shit that he shouldn't have been doing. But mm-hmm. he was also, you know, surprised he didn't have the goyim like fucking use the phone for him and like here you you dial the number, and then you put the put it to my ear. It's it's it, it's mm-hmm. Shabbos. Or whatever, however you say it. Shabbos, Shabbos. Um, <laughs> it's Shabbos. I can't touch any but, electrical shit. But unorthodox, like, if you want to get a little taste of, like, like Jewish fucking Hasidic gangster shit, like, that movie kind of, like, touches on it a little bit. But it's also, but it's more about the girl. Mm-hmm. But it's a really good, heartbreaking story about somebody kind of leaving their their place of origin, their family, their faith. Leaving their cult. Yeah, it's like it's somebody it's someone trying to break away from a fucking cult essentially and it's it's really interesting. And it was made by a guy who was came up in that world too, so it feels real. That's interesting. Yeah, it's it's really cool, but I, I imagine like the main bad guy in Orthodox, I imagine like he that type of dude is one of those is like a Seagram's guy who's like working with a Chicago mob trying to like yeah, bootleg fucking hooch and send it across county line type of guy. Yeah, it was the what, what was like their one of the main gangsters over there, uh, Meyer Lansky. Meyer Lansky was running shit over there. That dude was a fucking gangster. Hugh Janus. Hugh Janus. <laughs> also, <laughs> now Hugh Rodman, Rodham. Yeah, Hugh <laughs> Hugh Rod for for short. <laughs> uh, but Hugh Hugh Dick Hurts. <laughs> Dick Hurts. <laughs> He started the car company. <laughs> yeah, the rental car company. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have OJ running through an airport, jumping over bags. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, so they, they the Bronfmans work with, uh, um, with, with the, with the Rodhams. The, and the Bronfmans are also connected with, uh, like the Mossad and they're connected to CIA, uh, BCCI, that bank that was bankrolling all these, like, all these pedophiles, like th- this sex ring over there. And it, it's they're also were connected to 9-11. 9-11, Israelis, dancing Israelis. Everyone knows about that. If you've never seen the dancing Israelis, I don't. You must be pretty new to this world of, of conspiracies. But there is you the, must be in a Hasidic Jews not allowed to go on the internet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Amish. Uh, so Hugh Rod- Rodham's uh, daughter Hillary eventually expanded this crime syndicate by marrying Bill Clinton. Later in life, uh, Hillary Clinton appointed Edgar Bronfman's. So anyone that doesn't think they're connected, Hillary appointed Edgar Bronfman's granddaughter to the head of the U.S. Libya Chamber of Commerce, which that's a, that's a deep one in itself because of the whole Gaddafi thing and, and gold. And But her name is, uh, yeah, so... So they they make uh, they they make her part of this whole thing with with uh, head of the U.S. Libya Chamber of Commerce. She was also one of the 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 leaders the leading members of the sex cult Nexvium. Have you ever heard of Nexvium? Nexvium, yeah, yeah. These this is this cult, this sex cult where they would like sex brand cult. people. It was a, it was a fucking cult for sex. <laughs> you like watching people get fucked for free? But these people were connected to Nexvium. Um, nice. they would, they would brand these people. There were these, the, the, the leader was, um, he was, he got in trouble for like racketeering, like all these financial crimes. Uh, they had child porn there. They had, uh, sex trafficking. They had, uh, um, 
They had uh, uh, trafficking for labor in services, which is a uh, slave. So they had slavery there. Yeah, that's the uh, the layman's term, I think, for it. Yes, it's a nice way of saying. He's it. like they're just being trafficked for labor. <laughs> yes, non compensated, uh, non voluntary labor. There was a civil war fought about this thing about the laborers that were being trafficked. It's a big part of it. You know, you should tell those people. Yeah, tell them to get a job. Yeah, go get a real job. Pay taxes. So, so yeah, so slavery, uh, exploitation of children, child pornography. The world is literally ran by pedophilic gangsters. <sighs> yeah. So, so, I mean, even to, do you think it's worse today? I think it's worse today just because of of the whole thing on the on the border. We have all these people that are unaccounted for. They don't have, like, technically they don't exist. Technically, mm-hmm. they don't have a, they don't have birth certificates. Uh, uh, Sean, there's no such thing as an illegal person. Have you oh. ever heard this? That's that's racist. That's racist. But these people were being, you know, like child trafficking is is probably as as big as it's ever been today. It's doing great. In mm-hmm. terms of uh, put numbers on the board, yeah. If yeah, if if they had a if this was like in the stock exchange, you you'd probably want to buy buy in now. Yeah, I mean the dip is over. Yeah, we're, we're at it, a it's going out, gonna peak, and then it's just gonna be a straight line right at the top. Yep. Yeah, it, it it's boosting right now. I wouldn't sell. I would I would I would definitely stay on. Don't jump off. Keep buying. <laughs> <laughs> because it's getting bad. It's, a, it's like real bad. It's like me and my fucking crypto. It's like, why do I keep buying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton were like, a, they were like a perfect match. Hillary comes from a family Aww. full of gangsters. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a, it's like Goodfellas. Really it's sweet. It's, yeah, yeah. She comes from a family full of gangsters. Bill Clinton was a guy that would do anything to become president. Anything? Anything. He would he would he would do the most awful shit. <laughs> Some of their Oh no. Good thing we're recording over here because uh OBS just knocked us off, but we're still on YouTube. But uh some of their biggest financial crimes were done in Arkansas and uh when Bill was the governor in nineteen seventy eight. So if you ever look into all the shit he did in Arkansas, that like he did some that this is how they made all their money because mm-hmm. they weren't like loaded with money. That's why they had to get business partners and everything um, in Arkansas and do a lot of their crimes. Uh, but Hillary was a lawyer. She was like a partner in the, in the Rose Rose law firm. Uh, she met a guy named Jackson Stevens. We, we covered this a little bit on that, on that Epstein series. Um, this, this help uh, fund bill, Bill Clinton's, uh, presidential run later on mm-hmm. uh, Jackson Stevens uh, helped bring in the help bring in BCCI into the Rose law firm. This is the, the infamous CIA back bank that was used for shady business dealings, including the financial trail to the teenage sex trade with Jeffrey Epstein. Je- uh, Jackson Stevens was also a big donor to Bill Clinton's presidential campaign. He donated $3.5 million to his campaign. 
it's a lot of money. That's a whole lot of money. That's a whole lot of money. Um, did you ever see the movie Primary Colors? No. It's a 1998 film uh, starring John Travolta. Uh, he's basically playing Bill Clinton. Okay. It's basically the story of Bill Clinton. As long as you don't say when, their names, when, right? When he was running for uh, when he was running for the presidential primary. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, and it kind of has all that. It's got all that sketchy shit kind of like laced in through there, kind of carefully weaved. Mm-hmm. But um, it's an interesting movie. I think you might be into it. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll say <laughs> if I get if I get a chance, you, you got to send you get you have to send me these because I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get the kids to sleep. I mean, there's gonna be a part two of this episode, so I mean, oh yeah, perhaps in the next episode, yeah, you can give your thoughts, the compare and contrast. Maybe it doesn't compare at all. I don't know, but I thought I should bring that to your attention. Yeah, I will. It, it's there's a lot of crime families in in this country. Like we, we a lot of people like talking about the Biden crime family, mm. which is they. I mean, they're. That is an actual crime family, but this one, this this kind of sets up to to what the the Biden crime family is today. Mm-hmm. I think the Clintons are a little more gangster, or a lot more gangster than the Bidens. I don't think the Bidens aren't fucking taking people out like the Clintons did. Yeah, I think the Bidens are pretty low level fucking criminals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like ooh, you made five million dollars mm-hmm. from one shady business dealing. It's like no, it's that's that's like small potatoes nowadays. Yeah, like like for example, um, in Arkansas, Arkan uh, Hillary got involved in the cattle's futures market in in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. She was allowed. Like, tell me, this isn't some kind of like insider trading shit? But she was allowed to open an an, an account for a thousand dollars. Like, so she put in a thousand dollars, open it up, like a thousand dollars for a deposit. Mm-hmm. To be part of this, you would have to make a twelve thousand dollar deposit, but she only had to do one thousand. So that that that's one of the first things about it. On her very first transaction at the at this uh, cattle's futures market in Arkansas, uh, uh, she netted a a five thousand three hundred dollar gain. So maybe maybe she's lucky. I mean, let me see. Uh, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Definitely not me, but a friend of mine uh, would open. He didn't have a, uh, a banking, a checking account or a bank account of any kind for many years. Mm-hmm. He was kind of living under under the radar, and then he met somebody who worked for a very well known bank. Yeah, and was like, "I need a bank account," and they were basically like, "We can't get you a bank account. Like your shit's all fucked up." Um, but uh, hold on, let me let me just move a couple things around. There you go. You're clear. You got a bank account. Okay. Well, just, just because they knew somebody who worked for a bank mm-hmm. got to my bank account. So that's a good point when, when you're they, saying when they should not have been able to get that bank account mm-hmm. of this person I know. So I know. So when it's I, not crazy to me that Hillary Clinton was able to get. Uh, uh, a special bank account to, you know, because she knew somebody. So that's like, mm-hmm. is it corrupt? Yes. The, the you know, person but at the bank w- should have, they have done that. Probably not, but you know, it's that's, that is, I think those types of things happen all the time. Okay. But it gets worse. Oh so that's no. How, that's how it starts. 
So she gets this $5,300 gain on her very first transaction. Within a week, she gains another $7,000. By the time she got out of the market a year later, she turned her $1,000 interest into $100,000. Her $10,000, she had a 10,000... She had a ten thousand percent ROI, a return on investment. Mm-hmm. Was it was more than five times the rate of profit than those that made investments at the same time, and she sold at the peak of the market. She knew something. I mean, is that illegal? Technically, well, if she knew something, but like to, there, were, there were people like a commodities investor. He was quoted as saying, "I mean, how about this." She's also a woman who married to somebody who mm-hmm. became president. What are the odds of what are the fucking marrying odds? a guy who would become president? Maybe she's just lucky. Yeah. She's, Some people are just lucky. She's the luckiest person in the world. Maybe. So a com- she didn't age well. She, no, because oh, she looks like a she looks like a literal demon. She looks like uh, yeah, she looks like uh, Palpatine from Star, <laughs> she Star does. Wars. She really does. So a commodities investor was quoted as saying the odds against uh, pre-science and mastery trading would have been the same as finding the Dead Sea Scrolls at the steps of the state house in Little Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. In 1995, economists at Auburn and North Florida University ran a computer statistical model to see the odds of Hillary making these trades successfully. They found that it was a 1 in 250 million chance. So she's just lucky, man. Um, yeah, maybe she's just lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possibly. Either she's the luckiest gambler in history or she's a fucking criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll but take he, the latter. But again, what is the proof? Yeah. So, Which the, I think that's, that's where we get into corruption. It's like, mm-hmm. where's your proof? Yeah. This is why... It is important that she comes from a crime, an organized crime family. Yeah, it's like Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. They only got her because there was proof. Mm-hmm. Martha, who knows how many, you know, insider trading things she was able to get away with for how long? Because she, at that point, was Martha Stewart for a long time. Yeah, it's not like she was Martha Stewart for ten years. She was Martha Stewart for like twenty plus fucking years at that point. She mm-hmm. just got caught. She's America's mother. Just made that up. <laughs> America's mother. <sighs> One of uh, I'd fuck her. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'll no, take her money. No, I, I, I wouldn't take her. She's sweet. I, She's a sweet lady. I want her to take my money. Take my money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh no, nah, it's fine. It's it's like the whole. Uh, uh, fuck, I forgot I was going with this. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say a joke, but I would have butchered it. I'm glad I didn't say it. So one of Clinton's most public scandals was the Whitewater scandal. Whitewater, if you're from Texas. Whitewater. Whitewater. So do you, do you know about this whole Whitewater scandal? Sounds like milk. Yeah. <laughs> So this was this was uh, this came up a lot, especially when he was running for president. It was a huge scandal. It was a it was a it was a like a predatory real estate scam, and uh, Bill and Hillary, along with their business associates Jim and uh, Susan McDougal, were involved in a real estate scam that netted them millions of dollars. This target it, it targeted mostly elderly people, 
The business venture in 1979 involved buying up land and putting in vacation homes. So they, so basically what they did was they bought up all this land with, with, uh, with the help of Susan McDougal and, and, uh, and Jim McDougal. Cause they were, these people were already loaded with money at this point. Uh, they hope, so they hope to sell these vacation homes with very high interest rates. This is kind of like the subprime mortgage thing where, um, where they had these interest rates and they would, they would sell these houses to people that can't afford it. So like, so like me, if, if like say me that, 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 that has like a, that has, has a job and, and I can't pay four times my, my whatever I'm making a week. So that's usually what happens when you get an apartment, they, they make sure that you're, you're going to get like, you, you make enough money where you can pay your rent. But with these people, what these loans did, they're just, they just gave it to everybody and they knew they, most of these people couldn't pay. So whenever they couldn't, whenever they miss one payment, they would repossess the house and then they would, then, then they'll kick everyone out. They'll kick out the people out of the house, repossess it, and then they will sell it again. So they just kept doing this over and over and over and over again. And it, it was, it was just a scam just to get people in there, take all their money, take all their assets. Boom. It's pretty sick. I don't like that. <laughs> no. That's mean. It's very, it's, a, it, you're, you're, pro, you're promising people homes. Like everyone wants to like buy their own home and then they go into these offices. They're like, oh yeah, we can get you in. The, we'll, we'll get you in this house uh, next month. You'll be in this house. You have your, you have a house over here in this part of Arkansas. Apparently it's like a really nice area of vacation homes. I know Arkansas is a shithole, but <laughs> apparently this is like a really nice area where you can like live next to the lake or whatever is over there. And, and they used that and then took all their money. And these were like elderly people mostly. Cause these weren't like big houses for big families. These were like people like retirement homes as well. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah, so they're they're taking Granny's money. Not fun. Yeah. Not fun at all. I mean, it probably is fun mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you want to scam old people out of their money. Yeah. Like when you know that 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 transfer of money mm-hmm. is now in your in your account and it's out of their account, it's probably like the best feeling. Yeah. Like you beat the house, and now this person doesn't have a house. Yeah, fuck off, <laughs> dumb old people. So Jim and Susan McDougal both were arrested, while Bill and Hillary got off like scot free, and uh, they they went, they ended up going to like a federal penitentiary. Jim died in in 1998 of a heart attack while at the at the federal correction facility of Fort Worth. Ooh, imagine dying in prison. Yikes. Fuck. He had a heart attack. He wasn't even that old. He had a heart attack. Mm. Oh, maybe he was He was going to talk. I bet you they killed him. You think they killed him? Oh, yeah. He wasn't old at all. I think he was like 56 when he died. I mean, he was already in prison, right? I mean, like, what else? What does he get to say <laughs> Well, he anyone could. wants to listen to? It's like he's the one who took the fall. Yeah, they did take the fall. But Suzanne, Suzanne uh, McDougal ended up getting out of jail because she got a presidential pardon. Wait, it might have. I, I think it might have been not president. Well, yeah, yeah, it was a presidential from, party. From what president? Uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh wow! <laughs> That's weird. 
Wow, what a paradox. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's happened there? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like we're parting you. Oh, you get a full pardon. For yeah. what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Congratulations. We got to kill your husband first, though. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll let you out then. I don't imagine that. That'd be funny. <laughs> like, we can get you out of prison. But we have we have to kill your husband first. Like, we right. need to have your blessing <laughs> first. To fake your husband's heart attack in prison, then you can go. Yeah, do you want to be a single fifty-year-old woman? That should be fun. You can be a cougar out in the prowl. You're free. I mean, nowadays that's a pretty good deal. It's a good deal. You know. Someone will eat your 50-year-old ass <laughs> Ew. nowadays. <laughs> That's all the advertisements on porn anymore is like... Stepmom. 75-year-old women are in your neighborhood that want to want you to eat their ass. <laughs> I haven't Click seen here. <laughs> I haven't seen those. It's one of those time 10-second ads that you can't click away from. You're just like, like God damn it. Hurry right. up! <laughs> Well, while Bill Clinton was uh, was told to help, so he was told later on he like while he was uh, governor of Arkansas, he was told to help traffic drugs into his state, and if, if he wanted to become president, okay. another thing we covered in that that Epstein episode was he was told that like if you want to become president, mm-hmm. you got to let us run these drugs for like this was this is through the Bush administration, so, so like George W. Bush work with bill clinton to get him elected even though they ran against each other they choose who was going to be president they're like you're done being president bill clinton's going to be is going to run this whole drug thing in arkansas and he's going to eventually become president that's got to be happening now right like texas is the only state that's still actively building and fortifying a wall and having border security mm-hmm. that i'm aware that on on that level i don't think any other of the border states are even remotely close to that level but i wonder if all the governors of those states are just waiting sitting back in the cut waiting for them for their little favor in the future mm-hmm. it all you know to happen they're like you you want to be in the administration don't you in 2028 it all seems planned though doesn't it like everything seems like it, it, it all it follows. seems very convenient everything's convenient but it's also i think it's you know you know, the guy who starts in the in the mail room of a business. And next thing you know, he's in he's running the company one day. I think it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, that's no one's like, oh, what a coincidence! Yeah, you were the mail room boy, and now you're the CEO. <laughs> yeah, twenty five years later, you have to. There do must it. be some type of conspiracy. It's like no, you were just always there. Mm-hmm. Someone needed some shit done. Or not done, and you were always there to kind of turn a blind eye, convince people of certain things. You were just always around. Yeah, it, it's it's like you have to... It's not like those people are particularly special. They just are always there to be... They're there to be manipulated. Mm-hmm. You, they're you, there to be bought off. You have to do something fucking awful to become a president. <laughs> like, Bill Clinton was running this... this um, these, He was running all these drugs through his state, and he was... I mean, he was having sex with underage girls. Allegedly, uh, not allegedly. We know that for little women. Of, yeah, little women. <laughs> <laughs> and like you, you have to think of every president was doing something bad. That like, like it, it goes back to the Al Capone stuff. We're talking about blackmail parties. Yeah. So the reason that um uh, that that what's his name that was running the FBI at that time, uh, J Edgar Hoover, 
was able the the only reason he was around for so long is because he he didn't want to be outed as being gay. So like they had all this stuff on him, so they they the 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 mobs can get away with m- more stuff. So they mm-hmm. this was a whole system that they had. So they were able to get away with all these crimes because they were gonna out him as gay. Out him as gay because he was he would he would and have, he allowed that much shit to happen mm-hmm. to protect that secret. Yep, mm-hmm. that's what the, the blackmail part is like. We have this. Let us and you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? That's what they said. <laughs> they have him. That's him on audio right there. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's just me thinking through a modern, you know, filter. Yeah. But I'm just like, at some, I was just thinking at some point where they're just like, you'd be like, tell everyone I'm gay. See, who's going to believe you? Well, now it, now it's fine. But like back then, if they found out that he was gay that or like was, and there's also stuff with them having sex with little boys too. So mm. like you, you have this kind of blackmail little on men, them. little men. <laughs> that's, that's the new, that's a great American literature right there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is, this is how they would get people to do stuff. They knew uh, Bill Clinton was doing a lot of stuff with, with drugs, with the underage sex parties, just uh, the killings. He had a bunch of people on his payroll that were working with him, which we're going to get to in, in a second. And, and I mean, he would surround himself with awful people. Like, like, what else would anybody get? Like, what else? Did, what do people get blackmailed for besides being gay? You know what I mean? Like, uh, probably, probably. You know, you know what I mean? Like, if every president did something horrible, it's like mm-hmm. we're assuming. I'm assuming, right, that that horrible thing is held over their heads. Like, mm-hmm. you got to do what we say. It's well, it's like, but it's like. How many, it's like how many other things can people really be fucking guilty of, really? Well, just think of LBJ knowing about... Why are you gay? Well, like him him knowing about JFK being killed. Like just that picture of him like winking. Like after after uh, JFK got killed. You ever seen that picture where he's like... Yes, I've seen the picture of him taking his oath in the airplane. Yeah. But that's a picture. It, but like he know you knew LBJ knew. He knew something. I'm convinced that he knew. I could literally take a picture of anyone and be like, see that picture right there? Mm-hmm. Name name me any celebrity. Just name any celebrity throughout the passage of time. It doesn't matter what they're famous for. It could be a sports star, movie actor, mm-hmm. musician, anyone. Just, just name me anybody. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to pull up a photo. Of Leonardo DiCaprio, okay. Okay, now what would some, what is something that somebody might be uh, guilty of? Uh, ped- pedophilia. Pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Okay, watch this. Let me show you a picture right here. It's Leonardo DiCaprio at the Oscars, and if you look very carefully, mm-hmm. he just got done raping. Oh, it looks like a he child. Did it he looks look, like he did something awful. Yeah, he knows right there. That's the moment that you know he's well, up yeah, to something. He has that. Yeah, like he's seen some shit. He has no soul. See that? You can see it in the eyes. Dead. Dead in the His eyes. His eyes used to be dark brown, and now they're fading into a pale, milky white <laughs> because he knows about the pedophilia. Yes, that's what you're doing. No, it. <laughs> 
So I, I, this is what I think about presidents. I think you have, they have to have something on you so they can control you. That's what they use. That's the power they have. Sure. By you doing something bad, you blackmail them. No, so I get do that part. But the, but the photo, the winking photo, I'm just like, maybe the guy had something in his eye and it just happened to look like mm. whatever. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we speculate on this show, guys. Uh, but <laughs> I think it's fun just to look at photos of people and be like, see that? <laughs> he just he just got done jerking off. <laughs> what is he That's why he looks like that. He looks yeah. guilty of something. Yeah, he he, he just he just murdered he, a, he just ripped a baby in part a baby apart. Yeah. 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 Can't you see it in his face? That's proof. That's proof. Okay. Bill Clinton had a lot of these things. So Bill Clinton He tore apart a lot of babies. He tore apart babies. He surrounded himself with fucking criminals like Dan Lasseter. Lasseter worked with Bill Bill Clinton's brother, half-brother, Roger Clinton, mm. to run cocaine in Arkansas. Lasseter was also running an underage prostitution ring. It's weird that they all, like, do the same things. Some of the underage girls said that they used to see Bill there and he would be That's at the That's minor attracted sex workers. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but you got to get that right. He would surround himself with maps. You got to get maps. that right. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it's, we got we to be <laughs> more inclusive. LGBTQM. Where was the M going to go? Probably uh, at the underage end. Underage sex workers. Underage sex workers. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so they, these underage sex workers would see... Thank, thank you. ...would see Bill doing cocaine at these parties, and he would... He he was a regular at these parties. That and sounds fun. Lasseter would tell the girls if they said anything that they would be killed. Like he would... His, his face would raise up off of a fucking... Uh, a glass coffee table mm. if you tell anybody what you see you will fucking kill you and everyone yeah. in the party is like ha, 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 like laughing <laughs> maniacally <laughs> that should be part of it that'd be awesome uh yeah so we told them that they would be killed if, if they said anything dennis patrick he was a circuit county clerk who made like twenty five thousand dollars a year they started running money through his account it's really fucked up without him knowing Mm. They funneled a hundred million dollars through his account. So they were putting money in the account and then withdrawing it. Yeah, without him knowing. Well, he knew at first, but he didn't realize how much it was. They what so, did he think was going on? Well, first they're like, "We're going to run this, and you're going to make a lot of money, and you just got to keep your mouth shut." Okay. And then eventually, like the IRS caught on to it. Mm-hmm. So the thing about the federal government is these guys don't work together at all. So if you're trying to keep this thing secret, this is why a lot of these things came out is because the IRS, FBI, and the CIA all work in like they're, it's very car, car, uh, compartmentalized. So they found out about this whole thing. They were going to use him, uh, this guy, Patrick, uh, Dennis Patrick, they were going to use him like as an informant to bring that bring down the clintons for the whitewater scandal sure like you can save yourself but mm-hmm. you have to help us first yeah. he later found out that his life was in danger because some of the people in the fbi were like told him well <laughs> they kind of outed them oh yeah so like he later found out that well there was a guy that was arrested and he he um he admitted that he was paid twenty thousand dollars to kill uh, Dennis Patrick and his whole family. His whole family? Yeah. For I, 20 grand? That's not that much. I was thinking about that too. How many? Let's assume 
wife. I think it's just him and his wife. I don't think he had any kids at that point. Okay. Just two people for $20,000. What year was this, roughly? This was like, uh, I think it's like 1980. $20,000 in 1980? Okay. That's a a decent chunk of money. That's good. That's probably like $100,000 today. That's real good. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, they ended up they ended up moving out of the state, and it, but I couldn't find anything if if they were killed or not. But they okay. they had to leave, so they, you you never hear about the, these people ever again. Um, but th- this is this is just like how this organized crime thing it was. It was it's like watching a mobster movie. Mm-hmm. Another person that heavily financed uh, Bill Clinton's campaign was uh, Don Tyson. I don't know if you like know about the Tyson company, chicken company. I'm sure you do. It's pretty yeah. well known. Tyson received uh, tax breaks and he relaxed. Uh, so he received these tax breaks. He also got these relaxed um, environmental regulations while Bill Clinton was, was president. And um, he, hold on. Dang it, where did my thing go? So he, Don Tyson was, uh, he was, he was heavily involved in like the drug and drug trafficking, which <laughs> I didn't know about that until like I did this research. Mm-hmm. So what he was doing was he would smuggle drugs from Florida to like Springdale, Arkansas. So this is another like it wasn't only coming from from Nicaragua; it was also coming from Florida, and that that it was it was just like a big, uh, like like he this guy had his own airplanes, he, it, but he also used the CIA airplanes, so like. Tyson was part of this thing. Mm-hmm. And Tyson, Don Tyson apparently was a fucking gangster. Mm-hmm. Don Tyson, uh, uh, according to like some of the informants, where they said that uh, Tyson would hire hitmen to kill off drug dealers that owed him money. The chicken guy. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I know people are saying this in the chats. They're talking about uh, men in Arkansas. So this is this this, this we we've we've broken down uh, men of Arkansas a lot before, and we're gonna get into a little bit more on the next episode. But uh, there were areas in Arkansas which we covered on the with the boys in the tracks episode. Mm-hmm. The the boys in the tracks were were like the kids, the, the two kids that were like um, little men. The little men were walking around this area where they do the drug drops, where they drop the cocaine. In these certain areas, and they were like teenagers. They were like, like they're young men, real young men. And uh, they witnessed this this drug drop, and they were uh, stabbed to death. They were they were murdered by these people that were doing these drug drops, mm-hmm. and then they were put on the <coughs> on the train tracks where they were ran over by Billy Jack Haynes. Oh yeah, and Billy Jack Haynes was part of it too. <laughs> the, we have a great Patreon about the Billy Jack Haynes connection to uh the the boys in the tracks. That would be a nightmare. Billy Jack Haynes. Hey, you're my hero. Cuz he doesn't need a gun. Mm-hmm. That dude just coming at you with his bare hands. Yeah. Is that's scary. Mentally ill, high on cocaine, filled with steroids, 1980s Billy Jack Haynes about to go to WrestleMania. Uh yeah, he's gonna go to WrestleMania, WrestleMania three. Um, yeah, that they, that's a scary fucking dude. That's that's the kind of guy you need as as muscle mm-hmm. to do dirty work for you. I like that Bill Clinton was watched wrestling, so he was like, <laughs> Billy Jack Haynes, he could be our bodyguard. Fuck yeah, 
Like how, how much? How much would it be to get Billy Jack Haynes? <laughs> Could you imagine that shit? You're just some teenage kid. You're fucking around on the tracks, and you see some people over by the tracks. You're like, "What are those guys doing?" Yeah. And then they fucking murder two other teenagers, and you witness it, and they're like, "Oh my god, someone's watching in the in the grass." Go get him, Billy Jack Haynes, and then this guy strips off his shirt and sprints after you. Holy fuck. You know, at that point... Terrifying. At that point, I'd be like, wrestling is real. Look at that guy. That's real. Yeah. That's real. You want to take a clothesline from that guy? Yeah. Fuck that. Still real real to me, goddammit. That's what I would be thinking of. As a kid, seeing him murder other kids. Yeah. That's a good wrestling gimmick. Yeah, it's like I murdered children. That's my gimmick. <laughs> he should that should have been his character. He's like, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a bad guy now. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the most famous CIA pilots because they would use uh, Southern Air Transport to drop off this this cocaine, yeah. which was CIA backed uh, uh, airlines. Uh, the most famous pilot was obviously Barry Seal. Mm-hmm. Barry Seal was one of these like trained pilots that would um great guy great guy uh tom tom cruise <laughs> tom cruise great guy uh but yeah barry seal used to uh he he was he would talk about bill clinton like they were buddies like he called him the gov they'd be like hey how's how's the gov doing the gov yeah <laughs> yeah but he was this his um People that knew knew uh, Barry Seal knew that because uh, he, he was a very loud guy, and I think eventually they're like, "This guy's this guy's gonna fuck up a whole operation. We gotta take him out." Yeah. But so he was. So they sold him out to the Medellin cartel. Medellin cartel sees him in front of a uh, I forgot which building it was. He's out there. They just fucking shoot him to death. Yeah, he's in front of a. Uh Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking for little men mm. have a party with. Yeah. So, yeah, that in poor Barry Seal, man. He, he But he, he had a lot of connections, like, also, like, with with the CIA, with the, with, 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 with the drug drops and men of Arkansas. And next week, we're, we're going to get into... Uh, even the the medical examiners that are connected to this, because that sure. that that one's kind of interesting as well. Sure, you gotta you gotta have people through the entire supply chain mm-hmm. or on board. You can't have some. Mm-hmm. You're like this was a suicide, right, Doctor Medical Examiner guy? Yeah, it, it it was like those two kids that were killed over there. Mm-hmm. There, the medical examiner was like on on the payroll. He was on the Clinton payroll. So he was like, "Oh, they they it was an accidental death, like they fell asleep because they were they were um they were high on on marijuana." Oopsie! And then later on, they had like the parents were like, "No, it's not true. They were murdered. Why do they have stab wounds?" <laughs> <laughs> Salvation Army, good good one, Ruben Snyder. It was a Salvation Army where uh, Barry Seal was shot to death, not Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> what was he doing at Salvation Army? Dropping off bloody clothes <laughs> with stab wounds in them? Yeah, there's kids like they're reaching out to Barry Seal for the help. They're like, oh, he's coming to bring food to us. And he got killed. Mm-hmm. I see. Nah, it didn't really happen. Just kidding. 
Um, yeah, so so the Clintons had their own medical examiners. They had that guy uh, Malek. Fuck, I don't even, I don't have it in my notes. Like I'm I'm just going off off the dome right here. But he they had him and they had another guy in Virginia mm-hmm. who would lie on on the on on the actual autopsy reports. Some of these guys didn't even have, um, and, and this is going to be when we talk about Vincent Foster next week, is he would do these autopsies a day early because you're supposed to have a witness there to be well, there. Day early, like a uh, day before they died? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, they would do these autopsies. Like they did the, the one they did on Vincent Foster, which we're going to cover next week. Mm-hmm. So they would say, they'll, they'll tell like one of these like state troopers that would have to be there during the autopsy. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, we're going to do it on this day. And then they would move it up. So that, that guy that was supposed to be a witness there, he's like, oh, I couldn't travel because I thought it was going to be this day. And they moved it up. So it was the day before. So I wasn't able to go there. So he would do these autopsies without anyone being there. Okay. So there's a lot of shady shit with these medical examiners. Okay. Okay. So it's not just one guy. It's like there's, there's, a, there's a few of them. They have, they have these guys on bankroll. Like they, it's... It's a whole operation, which is the most fascinating thing about this this uh, crime family. Well, that's the thing is you have to run it like a business. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't just, you know, you can't just be all slapdash. You need to have people in their in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have doctors. You need to have law enforcement people. Yeah, you need to have Billy Jack Haynes. <laughs> <laughs> what a cool fucking bodyguard. Man, that's insane. Just watching that guy come out from 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 the bushes. Oh, Billy Jack Haynes is here to save our lives. Yeah. And they're just choking him, just watching the, the <laughs> life leave his eyes. Yeah, just the last thing you ever see is Billy Jack Haynes. You were my hero. Hand around your throat. <laughs> you were my hero. Yeah. I'm a bad guy now. That'd be cool if a uh, wrestling tag team was working for the mafia, <laughs> like demolition. You know, oh. <laughs> or uh, what was the Legion of Doom? You what, get the Legion of Doom coming after you. What were the names of those two of the two brothers? The Bash brother, no, the with the Steiner brothers, not the Steiner brothers. That's that'd be another good one. The Steiner brothers would the, be great. Yeah, the Steiner brothers. I could see them doing some mob shit. Yeah, and both those guys are legit. They're like, you know, you know, University of Michigan fucking. They're like wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll fuck you up. Both yeah. on steroids, super mean. WCW just had the better wrestlers. Like the so actual. I can't wrestlers. watch wrestlers now, dude. Like I follow AEW on Instagram, and there's yeah. all these like. Skinny wrestler guys. Nah. No, I need big steroids. Like dudes who are like they look like bowling balls. Guys who look like kind of uh you need to look like kind of a you need to look like a bodybuilder before they go on their 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 cut before yeah. a, a like a like a like a posing competition. Mm-hmm. I need I, that's what I want. Yeah. I want wrestlers that die at 40. <laughs> filled with steroids. Yes. I don't want to see guys that are my size mm-hmm. wrestling. That's too small. Yeah. And I'm not even a small guy. I'm pretty big, but mm-hmm. I need Billy Jack Haynes level guys. Yeah. There's very few guys. He there's, looks like a murderer. There's like, the Rick, more you look at him, he looks like a murderer. Yeah. You can see it in his eyes. There's a few guys who mm-hmm. bother to get that fucking big. There's a guy named Rick Boogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eric Bugenhagen. That guy is legit. 
280, stacked, jacked, thick, striated, mm-hmm. fucking ready to go. That yeah, that and he's legit. Yeah. That's that's who you get to be a bodyguard. So this whole not CM Punk. Fuck that. He's not a wrestler. <laughs> um so this whole this whole operation in, in Mena, Arkansas, it was this guy Bill Duncan that worked for the uh, the IRS. Yeah, he was the CEO of Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, a lot of connections. Everything's connected. Where's where's my whiteboard? Lot yeah, a lot of connections. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. What's the other one we had earlier? I don't remember. Oh, there was what was it? There was oh, Seagrams. There's Seagrams. There was Dunkin' Donuts. There was Tyson. Um also what what was our car company? Hertz? <laughs> Hertz it, rental no, car? No, what, what was our rental car? I don't it was earlier in the episode. I already forgot what what we said. It was a rental car company? <laughs> I don't know. We made we made a stupid like connection. That. See that that's Rick Boogs. Bam. Yeah. That's what a wrestler looks like. Like he's yeah. got a mega death he even tattoo looks, on his chest. He looks he he's injured right here. Wrestlers should always be injured somehow. And and he's look at he comes to the ring and he plays a guitar. Oh hell yeah. Badass. That is badass. Okay. That's what a, that's what a wrestler looks like. So yeah, so Bill Duncan from Dunkin' Donuts and the IRS. <laughs> so he or or perhaps it's Dunkin' Yo Yo Company. Maybe oh, killing people with a yo yo. Well, he Bill Duncan from the IRS. He's a guy that was um, trying to bring down this this operation in Mena, Arkansas. And, and you got to remember, people didn't realize it was Bill Clinton in here. They just thought it was like a like a drug like organized crime. And everything. Mm-hmm. So there, this this guy in the IRS was looking into it. He put it together a thirty-five volume archive about the operation. Huge, it was massive. Okay. But the case w- eventually was suppressed. They ended up firing all these people that were looking into this. So everyone was like, "Whoa, okay." So everyone backed off because they didn't want to get had their careers ruined. Mm-hmm. And they knew they were told like, "Back off," because it's you. Like your family might be in danger, you start looking into this. So, people just stayed away. So that was the end of that whole investigation about this. I mean, even then, I feel like some investigative journalists would have jumped balls deep into this, anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, remember on the boys on the track episode, where like these cops kept trying to look into it. Mm-hmm. And like they would end up getting their lives ruined. There were people that were going to testify in court and all those people got killed. Like it's a crazy amount of people that got killed. Hmm. Like, let me see if I can find it. Uh, So let me see. Oh, the guy was named Fami Malak was the name of that medical examiner. But there were a good amount of, of people that got killed. There were like there's people that that um like there were witnesses to the to the to the killing of of the boys on the track. Like there was Keith Coney, who there was Mean Gene Okerlund. <laughs> <laughs> so he was he he was supposed to testify, and then he died like uh, he he died before he can go on a motorcycle accident. Uh, Greg Collins. He was subpoenaed to show up for the grand jury. Uh, he was he would he was murdered with a shotgun blast to his face. Booney Bearden, uh, he was friends with uh, Collins and Coney. He disappeared. All they did was found his, they found like his clothing at a lake. 
They never found him again. Just disappeared. They found him at a lake. The, all they found of, of him was the just the rim of his asshole <laughs> on a fence post. Yeah, like a sock. It was hanging like a sock. It was like hang. It was like a bloody sock. That's where it was. Mm-hmm. That was the, all that we can find of him. Yeah, uh, Booney Burden was also killed. Well, he disappeared. Another person that disappeared, Jeff, Jeff Rhodes. He said he knew too much, and he he. I think this is the guy that was like a. He was like calling his family. They're like, they're gonna kill me. They're gonna kill me. And then they ended up uh, killing him. <laughs> he was shot in the head, and he was set on fire and thrown into the. He was thrown into the dump. <laughs> like fuck, man, that's brutal. Uh, Richard Winters, uh, another grand jury witness. He was gunned down during a robbery. Jordan uh, Kettleson. He was uh, uh, he was shotgun another shotgun blast to the face, like just just Mike uh, Mike Samples was another guy that was supposed to testify and was also uh, he was heir to the uh, sample company who uh, provides food samples at Costco. Oh wow, it's a lot of connections. Yeah, Tyson Samples. And what uh, was the last Hertz. guy? Uh, Kettleman is that what that name? Uh, Kettleson. Kettleson, yes, from the Kettle One Vodka <laughs> Dynasty. Son of Kettle, that's what it means. Yeah, for the 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 people who invented tea kettles, mm-hmm. he, that's from the, his family. Yeah, it's it's just like because when when we get mm-hmm. to episode three, when we start talking about all the all the bodyguards that were killed, like it, it's just like anyone that crosses these people gets killed. Just think of. The connections of of Hillary and her father and the Al Capone and and all this kind of stuff. You just they it's it's a very mob like way that they take these people out. So that that's why I think they are the they are the most dangerous family in American history. Like they're on another level where they can do it on a, a much cleaner level. Like these people they. They, they keep saying, like, oh, this person committed suicide, the Vincent Foster thing, which is an obvious murder. They're like, oh, it's suicide. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it's it's too much, and, like, no one will touch it because they kind of know. They're like, if I start investigating this, I either lose my life or I lose my career. So they're just like, whatever, I'll just let them, I just won't cross them. So it's at a point where it's just, no, everyone's just like, just let them do their thing. Don't cross them. It's it's like dealing with a with a vicious dog, like just fucking st- just stay away from them. It's like dealing with criminals, street criminals nowadays. Mm-hmm. Just let them steal whatever they want. Yeah, it's fine. Oof, yeah, but um, it's trickled down to common street thugs. So this this is just a this is where we are just getting into this whole topic mm-hmm. right now. And it's, I think we're in a little shorter episode, but it just, this is just how we're going to introduce the episode. So if you guys like everything you, that, that you're hearing, if it's interesting, tell your friends, tell your family, we got some good Clinton stuff, guys. Um, you have any final thoughts on this before we get out of here? Um, I don't know. It's, it's. It's weird. It's it's is there really any other way to ascend to the top without, you know, getting your hands dirty like this? Do you think that do you think there's any way just to 
I don't know. It's, it, you know, is there any way to, because the perception is that you, you run for office, you, you know, you're a, you're a council, a city councilman or whatever. And then you become whatever else you become the mayor. Maybe you become, you know, lieutenant governor of a place. And then, uh, you know, it seems like eventually you'll run for president, like a Gavin Newsom, for instance. I wonder, what Ga- I wonder how many fucking kids at Gavin Newsom. Did you see him run, be, run over that he, kid? He would be interesting. Oh yeah, him with the Asian children that he's gonna. <laughs> he charged him. He had to drink their blood because yeah. he's a vampire. He has vampire hair. He's got Christopher Lee vampire hair. But uh, Gavin Newsom lives on a mansion mm-hmm. on the river in Sacramento. Yeah, that he got from his brother. His brother gave him a mansion and no one knows where his brother got the money to buy this mansion. Oh, so if you want to, if you want to whet your appetite for future, future people who are going to be, uh, you know, be That's running for president, probably very interesting. Yeah. You know, Gavin Newsom's brother, I think is probably an interesting thing to check out. And I think Gavin Newsom will be the guy that will run after, this next election, I think he will run in four years. I think everyone's saying that he's going to run to replace uh, Joe Biden. I just don't think they will. Joe Biden's just such a good person to have for them. He's such he's a doing good puppet. Great. He's such a great puppet that you could just keep putting in old guys that look like Joe, Joe Biden. Like, that's president. And he doesn't have to talk mm-hmm. to anybody. So we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. We're going to send money they to. They get his brother in there. Yeah. It's just like him. <laughs> yeah. They could just. He looks like every skinny old white guy. Yeah. He's like a. Uh, was it? There's a lot of look- lookalikes. Looks like a like a like a ventriloquist uh, dummy or something. But no, I um probably what twenty twenty eight maybe DeSantis Newsom. Mm-hmm. DeSantis will probably uh, that's plenty of time for him to get enough traction. Yeah, there's just too much. There's just too much Trump all over him. Once he can kind of push that away and yeah. kind of reinvent himself. Yeah. As like a presidential front runner dude, yeah. Then maybe Newsom will be who he goes up against because they're already like doing that fucking debate. I don't even know if that's even gonna if that's real. I don't know if that took place or ready or not. But they're gonna just have a debate just to debate. They're just governors. Okay. I don't get it. Yeah, and Newsom's like, I'm not running for president at all. And I'm like, why are you guys debating? It's because you know it's because they have it's because they have fucking like twitter beef it's literally like when like youtube who's youtube stars box each other who's watching you're a youtube star and you're boxing people you are a loser (laughs) okay that's that's what they're doing right now they're having like internet beef you know like what why are you doing this yeah, um, I don't. I don't know how a California guy. Because like in five, yeah, I'm thinking twenty twenty fucking eight. Those two will probably be the front runners. Mm-hmm. Everyone will forget that Gavin Newsom was the worst governor ever to. Yeah, California of California ever. Everyone will just forget that, just and then they'll burning just move money on. at this point. Yeah, no, he'll try to he'll try to act like the champion to some type of whatever the cause is. Then he says a state of freedom because he like kids can get their dicks cut off. It's crazy what he thinks freedom means. Yeah. It's like, weird that he went to go visit Asian children. Yeah. Just like with all the Asian people getting fucking sucker punched and robbed and in his old, uh, Surprising his old stomping to, grounds of San Francisco where he used to be mayor and stuff like that. It's surprising like, to go to Thailand. <laughs> why would he go to Thailand? Out uh, of fuck lady boys. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that would be, uh, oh my God, what would you call that? You would call that young, young women, young women, young men. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard. Or, or women boys. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or men girls. Yeah. Girly men. Sure. It's pretty good. I yeah, like yeah. that. I, I like that. That's good. Let's go with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I, uh, that, that's what I think. That's what I think. I think like, is, is there anyone who ascends to that level without having just piles of fucking bodies and extorted money and falsified bank records? I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can you make it to that point without doing that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which, you, which puts uh, everyone else just, who's ever ran for president into question. It's just they, you have, like I was saying, you have to do something fucking awful just so they can control you. Every president is controlled. I don't know. So Obama, I think there there is a lot more to him when we dig deeper into him. Just him like not being from America is, is a big part where you can. He probably did some really fucked up shit in like Kenya. <laughs> um, uh, Michelle being a man. That's not a bad thing. If, she, if, if that that's is, a good thing, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> okay, Bernie. Uh, but yeah, we, we don't fully, he did. I mean, I don't know how you could be more evil than Barack Obama blowing up fucking hospitals. Like there's nothing more evil than blowing up a children's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's as low as, as like, is there anything worse than blowing up a children's hospital? How about going to a children's hospital and blowing all the children? Oh, like Jimmy Savile. That may be that may be worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to live with that forever. At least you get you get blown up. You don't have to live with it anymore. Unless you survive it and you only have like you lose all your limbs. <laughs> as long as your mouth works, that's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> a warm, saliva-filled mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, these, these guys are monsters. We're going to, we're going to keep this thing going for the next few weeks with the Clintons. We have to finish off the Clintons. Uh, but I want to give a special shout out to all of our Patreon members. We got Matt Spears, David Jones, Lucas Hardar, Matt Royston, Michael Terpstra, Itamashi Chan. Is it Itamashi Chan's kid that got ran over by Gavin by Gavin Newsom? Maybe got ran over by a reindeer. Yeah, <laughs> his name's Gavin Newsom. Uh, Buck McGee, um, David Hard R. Osbernson. I don't think he has it in there, but he is. <laughs> uh, you know who? <laughs> Just kidding, David. <laughs> uh, Patrick Franzenberg, Joe Thomas, uh, Adam Rumpf, Thomas Sims, Jen, Ben, Tyler Buck, Melissa Mel- Melissa Black. Uh, Space Cowboy, Girth Brooks. <laughs> that one always gets me. Uh, Lizard Person, the, why are you gay? Well, where are the bodies, Barry G? Yeah, <laughs> Girth Brooks, DJ H, Francis 10, William Manola, who I was talking to earlier today. Shout out to Mil- William Manola. Uh, Ruby Tuesday, Zachary C. Dice, Titus Gracianis, Kathy, Cathal C- Coley, one of, I think Cathal Coley's from uh, Wales. Shout out to, to you. Sounds like Axel Foley. Yeah. James Five, Womb Raider, Jamie Hentz. Thank you guys for, for becoming a member of the Patreon. Just $3 a month, and you, you can be part of the, the, the community. Yes. Also, a cool chat is on Patreon. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to some of the some of the guys on the chat 
There is a there's a chat function on there. Patreon's getting a little bit better. App still sucks, but it still sucks. They wouldn't let me upload my review of Saw Ten. Oh really? It wouldn't upload? It wouldn't fucking upload it all day yesterday. They kept reading an error on their part. Oh fuck off. So if you want to listen to the review of Saw Ten, Saw X, uh, it's it's if you just go to Skeleton Factory on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google, but wherever you listen to podcasts, that Patreon episode will be there for free. Yes. So you can, fi- you can find me at uh, skeleton underscore factory on Instagram and at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. Thank you guys. Yeah, guys, check check them out. Uh, check out that that review. I was, I'm really interested. I wanted to see Saw 10. I'm, I'm a fan of, of some of the Saws. I, I like I like the Saw franchise. So I kind of want to yeah, check it Yeah, if you're out. a fan of Saw, you'll probably really like this. You know, okay. I'm kind of indifferent to Saw. I don't hate the Saw franchise or anything, but, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> uh, big shout out to everyone in the chats. Tyler Dern's a stupid name. Ruben Snyder. Uh, uh, Frightening Me. Casey Anthony. Defense Team. Uh, Ruben Snyder. Like, all you guys. Thanks for, for coming in every week. You guys are, you guys are really... You guys keep it fun. You guys always have a good conversation in here. I, I like going back and reading the chats and like, what were they talking about in here? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, th- thanks for supporting the show. Make sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Leave a review. Like, that, that, that's good for the show. But uh, you got anything else? That'll do it for me, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Make sure to um, turn your notifications on on YouTube so we can talk about I hope I hope our, our, our YouTube doesn't get fucking nuked, but... Uh, We'll see. If not, you can find us on Rumble. We'll, we'll go live on Rumble if we get nuked. But yeah, fun stuff, guys. Talk to you guys later. See you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.